back to the Playmakers Podcast. I'm Neff. This is Topher right beside me. Today, we're going to be having a very special episode. We're talking about March Madness, which, if you haven't made your bracket, go make your bracket. On that note, we have a bracket group. If you search the Playmakers Podcast on ESPN's Tournament Challenge, we have a group there. Go sign up. We'll have we'll have a link to it somewhere. But yeah, we have a bracket playmakers podcast. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of bold calls. Yeah, it's a it's a fun tournament. A uh, lot of fun stuff going on in the conference championship games uh, last weekend. Um. Uh. So, th- what? I watched a few of those. I did. I, I did as well. I haven't watched a ton of basketball uh, this college basketball season, but once it gets to tournament time in conference tournament time, like my interest goes up 20,000 fold. As I said earlier, I watched Illinois kill Rutgers. And then yesterday I was watching LSU and Alabama. So did you see that la- the end of the game? End of the LSU Alabama game in overtime? No, I, I, I wasn't able to yeah, watch So they it. were like down one with like 10 seconds left. I think it was in overtime. Maybe it was the end of the fourth quarter. I don't remember exactly, but they, there's like three seconds left inbound play. They get it to Watford, who had like 30 points in that game. And he heaves yep. this like three-pointer because like they messed up the inbounds pass a little bit. And it lands like a foot short, but they get a, they get the rebound. And they like get the put back, but it just tips off the rim there. Uh, oh, man. That's the March Madness I love, that heartbreak. That's good stuff. Are you ready to just dive into this bracket here? Yep. All right. We got 64 teams, well, 68 teams, but whatever, it's fine. As per usual, uh, we're going to start out east. Uh, this is the Michigan bracket, if you want to go based off the one seed. So who are we looking at as contenders in this region? I say Michigan, obviously, number one seed. Easy choice to always go with. Play it safe. Go with the one seed. Um, I have some bold calls in this, um, in the East, uh, I got St. Bonaventure over LSU. So, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all just on who you want to win or what you want to do, or if you want to win whatever prize you get mm-hmm. at the bracket, but I have a lot of bold calls in this region. So I guess you could say, I like to take risks. <laughs> Yeah, so I look at this region a lot, uh, a lot like that. Um, I don't really like any of these teams in this region in the sense that I don't really trust them that much. Like, I really don't know if I trust Michigan, and I don't really know if I trust Alabama either. The only team I would kind of, kind of trust is Florida State, and that's pretty much it. And yeah. that's that's a compliment coming from me because, <laughs> yeah. So first round uh, potential upsets, um, the nine eight. LSU St. Bonaventure seems kind of like a toss up. Great defense, St. Bonaventure. Great offense, LSU. It'll be a fun game. Uh, A10 champs versus the LSU. We'll see what happens there. I also see Georgetown over Colorado. Yeah, that's another big one. So Georgetown just went on that Cinderella, uh, Cinderella run through the Big East tournament. And that was so cool. Patrick Ewing in Madison Square Garden leading his alma mater the year after John Thompson passed away. Yeah. It's. 
literally you could not write a better story than that also this is totally off topic i know we're talking about march madness but you saw the news about patrick ewing not getting they like didn't ask yeah even though his literally his name is in the damn rafters of that building <laughs> oh yeah. gosh all right back to the east here though outside of the Knicks being the worst and James Dolan being the worst. Um, I don't see Florida state slipping up. Uh, I don't think you do either. We no. like Florida state. I don't know. I looked, I mean, I looked up UNC Greensboro. They're fine, but they don't, they, it would be a big surprise to me. Um, UConn, Maryland, kind of a toss up. But I think we both prefer UConn. Yeah. And then this is one. So you kind of believe in Texas. Do you have them in the sweet 16 or the elite eight? I don't remember. I have them in the tweets. So you have them. I actually think they could, I think they're going to lose in the first round here. I think this is going to be one of the big upsets of opening weekend. Abilene Christian, good looking little program in the Southland tournament. Uh, top 10 defense in the country in terms of points allowed per game. Uh, they played a good game against Texas Tech, who are a tournament team out of the Big 12. So, and then also Texas, I know they, they just had that big tournament run themselves through the big 12 tourney, but I think they avoided Baylor. I'm pretty sure they avoided Kansas in that tournament run. So I think they could slip up here. Abilene Christian, I have that one picked. Um, and then also BYU and then winner of Michigan state UCLA. Uh, where do you see that one going? Uh, wait, can you repeat that? Come on. Michigan state UCLA versus BYU. Um, I don't really trust BYU all that much. So I mean, and we talked about this earlier. If I, I think I think Michigan State would beat BYU if they went on like a nice little run after. Um, but if UCLA wins that spot, then I don't think much is coming from that 11 seed. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Um, so coming out of this tournament or coming out of this bracket here. Uh, but I, I did. I did pick the 11 seed, no matter who it is. Yeah, I just don't trust BYU. So winning these first games, did what upsets did you have in this bracket? In these, in this first, just in the East, in the first round. I have St. Bonaventure over LSU, Georgetown over Colorado. Um. And I guess if you can call it an upset versus BYU, then yeah. Yeah. And then I, I also asked the Bonnies and the Michigan State one, but I have Abilene Christian instead. Of, I don't really, and I also don't think Georgetown will recapture that magic in the tournament. Although I don't really know if I trust Colorado either. So that could, that's a good 5 12 to watch. Who, sorry, I'm going to monitor that for a second. Who do you, who's your, what's your Sweet 16 and Elite Eight out east? My sweet 16 is, well, I have um, Michigan, wait, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I have Michigan and Florida State and then Texas and Connecticut. Interesting. Just I think Texas will be Abilene Christian, mm -hmm. but then the other two, Michigan State and UCLA, they don't really have I don't I don't know. I just I just saw Texas getting to the sweet sixteen and then just 
getting gassed there. Mm-hmm. But you and have just... Connecticut over Alabama. Mm-hmm. Bold, bold. So you don't, you're not backing the tide to make a deep run here. No. Yeah. So I was similar. I had the same uh, Michigan, Michigan, and Florida <laughs> State, but I had Bama. And then I actually do think if Mich- I think Michigan State are gonna get cooking a little bit. But again, I also did have them playing Abilene Christian in the second round. So I guess it's a much easier game than beating BYU or BYU or, or, oh my gosh, than beating Texas, excuse me. Uh, And then Elite Eight, you have Michigan, Connecticut. Elite Eight, I have Michigan, Connecticut, but then I have uh, Connecticut sputtering out and being left in the dust. Yeah. So I I have Michigan and then Alabama, because I actually like Alabama, especially... uh, Herb Jones, they're big man there, good athlete. He runs the floor well. He's so smart and gives so much effort on defense. And they have a very experienced team, guys who've been there for a few years now, and they're really cooking. So I actually think Alabama are going to beat Michigan and make it to their first Final Four, I think, ever, and if not ever, for the first time in a long time. So, yeah, so you have Michigan, Michigan. out of the East, and I have Alabama. Uh Next, we are heading out west. Uh, I was able to watch some of the. Uh, I was able to watch some of Michigan's games, and they were cooking. Yeah, they do look good, but I don't know. I I, I like this Alabama team. I think they could do something special. All right, Neff, take us out west. Um, so I think many of these teams were looking really good in the regular season. Uh, many of the teams I picked, at least. Some of these teams were just, um, you know, not even worth watching in the regular season. I know that seems a little mean and it seems a little messed up to say that, but um, uh, I just wanted to talk about the picks that you have. Um, do, you, do you have any upsets in this first round? Do you have? Yeah, I have a couple. I think the big one, uh, they talked about it right as it was called, but uh, UC Santa Barbara and Creighton. Creighton were one of the better teams in the Big East, but it was kind of a down year for the Big East in general, and they lost to Georgetown in the final. So that's worth something. Yeah, and That's smart. I, I, I have Santa Barbara. Yeah, I also I – also, I think UC Santa Barbara, they look – they're a good-looking team. That's a 12-5 you can circle that I think a lot of people are going to pick, and I'm also picking. Uh, I like the play-in round, Wichita State-Drake, two fun little mid-major programs, and then I don't really like the Pac-12 in general this year or at all as a conference, pretty much regardless of sport. So I actually have them beating USC, and then same lines as before. I have Virginia Commonwealth beating Oregon because I just think the A10 as a conference is much better than people will ever get it credit for. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any of those upsets? I have UC Santa Barbara, and I think that Missouri has a better team than Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I also had that one, but I think Missouri as a nine seed is kind of unfair to Missouri. You know, they're good looking ball club. I mean, I think we all picked the one seed getting out of the first round. Yeah. A one seed's not going to lose unless something miraculous happens. Um, I pretty much picked all the higher ones. I picked Kansas over East Washington. I didn't really know much about the Wichita State Drake. So I picked USC. I wasn't, I didn't know any of those 
like I, I, I haven't been paying attention to those teams really. So I just went with the higher uh, seed. Uh, obviously, Iowa has a really well put together team. Uh, they've been playing really well. Um, and Oregon, I did not know who to pick between there. So I just picked the higher seed again. So the West wasn't really my uh, cup of tea. Who do you got a uh, sweet 16 out there? Um, I have Missouri over Gonzaga because although both teams have really, both teams are really good. Um, I think Missouri is going to be, I, I just think that Missouri is going to, uh, that, the the chemistry and the team that they have, they're just going to try and boot Gonzaga out of the tournament. And then I have Kansas and Iowa. Um, Do you have Virginia or UC Santa Barbara? Oh, against, against Missouri? I have UC Santa Barbara. Really? Over the who's? Mm-hmm. I think Virginia, they also might have COVID issues as well, which is something yeah, that, that's I think that I think that's why I read that somewhere, which is why I picked UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, because even if they can play and all that kind of stuff, you also have the the fitness issues and the lack of playing time recently issues. So mm-hmm. if they catch a hot UC Santa Barbara team, I could see that coming. I actually yeah. did pick um Virginia to win though. I just think talent will win out. A lot of times when you get those five twelve upsets, the twelve seed gets bodied in the next round. So I'm not super high on UC Santa Barbara to compress Virginia. And then I also had Kansas Iowa and the other. Yeah. And then is so is your Elite Eight Missouri and who? Kansas. Got a little border war going on. I have a I have yeah. I have Kansas over Iowa. Because even though Iowa is a good team. Kansas has just always been there in college basketball. I think they just, I think they just keep that same mentality that they've always had. Um, and they just fight their way through it. No harm, no foul. So, and then I have, I have Kansas over Missouri. Yeah. Kansas is a good bet. Missouri, Missouri may have gotten hot against Gonzaga. And Oklahoma, I still think they'll. I still think Kansas is going to keep that same mentality and just keep going. Yeah, it's it's interesting with Kansas. They are like the one blue blood still here because Duke isn't in the tournament. Carolina is barely in the tournament. They were a bubble team. Kentucky didn't even have a winning record. Mm-hmm. Indiana, I don't think they had a winning record. UCLA, they're barely in the tournament. Indiana lost the last six games of their season. Yikes. But Kansas, even though they didn't win the Big 12 this year, which they had done for like 20 years beforehand or something crazy, they are the last program who like always wins who's still here. So I have them in the Elite Eight against uh, – I, I, I think the Zaggies are as good as advertised, and I have them going to the Final Four. Um, and yeah, I mean, that that's, those are good picks. I don't even, I don't think anyone would disagree with us other than Gonzaga and Missouri. I feel like people would disagree with me there just because yeah. I, I understand that. I, I really like Missouri. 
maybe it's because my Twitter feed has a lot of the uh, Missouri SB Nation guys on there. Shout out Sammy Stava and the Missouri people. Um, but I, I just think the Zaggies are that good. They they are a really good good team. They have a very good chance of being the second undefeated wire to wire champions in the college basketball. Uh, so we're gonna go Midwest now. Back to the other corner of the bracket here. Uh, what do you see in upset wise? Anything on your mind? I have one big one, but I want to know if you have anything. I have Georgia Tech over Loyola Chicago. Um, I have Syracuse over San Diego State, and then I have Rutgers over Clemson in this first round. You know, it's funny. I I agree with one of those. I think Loyola Chicago is a very good team. And Georgia Tech's more okay and just got hot in the last tournament they played. I don't think they'll carry over that momentum from the ACC tournament. I think they'll probably lose to a very good Loyola Chicago team. And then I think Rutgers are one of the worst at-large teams in the tournament. Now watch Rutgers prove me wrong and go to the Final Four, but I'm not big on Rutgers. I think Clemson are a pretty nice team. They are great defensively. They're terrible offensively. They're like 312th in the country in points per game, yeah. something like that. But I think they have the grit and the toughness to make it to the second round. And then I have one big upset. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's Liberty over Oklahoma State. I know you're high on the Cowboys. Um, you're oh, yeah. a big believer in what they do. I, do you have them pick to the Elite Eight or the Final Four? I don't remember. Or to the Sweet 16. How far are you taking them? I have them all the way. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure how far, how high you were on that train. But yeah, I think Liberty is a bad matchup for them. I uh, just think that I just think that if you like a team, just root for them, even though you you know, always yeah, we'll, take a- we'll get to my opinion on the root for the team that you like in the in the last bracket, but <laughs> I think Liberty, they got a good defense. Um Oklahoma State, really, they they don't have a defense like at all. So if they get shut down on the offensive end by the Liberty, who have won 12 straight games, by the way, then they could be in for a long game, and I think that's potential uh, upset right there. Um, but I also have Syracuse over San Diego State. I don't know if I mentioned that. I, I don't think San Diego State's as good as their six seed indicates. Um, who you got sweet going Sweet 16 out of here? Okay, so in the next round, I have Illinois versus Georgia Tech, Oklahoma State versus Tennessee, Syracuse versus West Virginia, and Rutgers and Houston. Okay, but who's who's winning those games? I have Illinois with Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Houston. So we're mostly in agreement here, except I have Tennessee over what in my bracket is Liberty. Tennessee are okay, they're a pretty solid team. They're t- they're a tough little squad. I don't think they'll struggle with Oregon State in the first round. Oregon State, I feel like all their magic is dried up the same way. Georgia Tech, uh, same thing. I'm picking base all the so we had three power five conferences that had a Cinderella team win the tournament. We had Big East with Georgetown, uh, Georgia Tech in the ACC, and Oregon State in the Pac-12. I don't think any of those teams are getting out of the first round in the NCAA tournament. And then I think Tennessee, they'll, they'll make a sweet 16. And then, but the bot, other part of the bracket, I totally agree. Houston, West Virginia, easy money there. And then in the elite eight, I have Illinois, Houston. Do you also have, no, you have Oklahoma state, don't you? I have Oklahoma state versus West Virginia. 
Really? I just think Virginia has a better team than Houston. That makes sense. And then Houston's also got, Houston's got the like Houston's got good players, but Houston is just I don't I don't see the organization being there. Yeah, and then also, you know, West Virginia, they've gone through the gauntlet that has been the Big 12 this year versus Houston who've played the American Athletic who aren't very good as a conference. I think they've like two or three tournament teams, I believe. Yeah, I just think I just think West Virginia has a really tough team and really tough players. Yeah. For, yeah. Man, yeah, so that's fair. But um, so you have Oklahoma State winning, going to the final four. I have Illinois. I think they look good, really good uh in the Big Ten tournament. Illinois. Illinois they look really good. Uh they're two stars. I have it written down here because I don't remember it off the top of my head. Uh Ayo Dosunmu Dosumu. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, sir. I don't know how to pronounce your name properly, but he's over 20 points a game scorer, which is elite for college basketball. And then their big man, Kofi Cockburn. I mean, that dude's just a freaking beast. He's just so athletic. Like he's over almost 20 points a game, 10 rebounds a game. A beast on so they got beast on the outside, beast on the inside. Illinois looked really good to me. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for the Midwest. Uh, let's go last bracket here, Southland. Um, here, I think we got, I think we know who, who's going to be picked over who this one's a really obvious region for, uh, the teams that are here. I think Baylor is, I have Baylor going all the way to the elite eight just because they're the one seed. They've looked really good. They look really solid. Um, and then you got North Carolina, Wisconsin over here. I think North Carolina is going to beat Wisconsin, which is kind of a hot take, but also North Carolina is one of those blue bloods. So you you always want one. I mean, not that you you want a blue blood to be winning because you know you want to see someone else, but I think they're just I I think they'll be over Wisconsin because that that uh only a few teams in that. Uh, Big Ten were not too great. Um, and then we have obvious Villanova over Winthrop. Uh, the only upset I have here is Utah State over Texas Tech. That's the only upset I have in the South. Yeah, so I actually see this this division or this region a little differently than you do. I don't think it's quite as straightforward. Um, for one, I don't really think North Carolina is all that good. So I have Wisconsin. That's kind of that's that's the least interesting thing I have here. Because the big one I have is I actually think Winthrop, believe it or not, are a serious threat to Villanova. They're 23 and one over the course of the season. They haven't played a tough schedule. They play in a pretty bad conference. They didn't have any tough like SEC games or anything out of conference, but again, 23 and one Villanova kind of a down year. I think their point guards injured. Um, you know, the big East in general had a kind of a down year. So it's not like they've been playing the top, top competition in the country either. So I actually think yep. Winthrop another five twelve that is really dangerous. And I, I actually have to pick in that um, Arkansas Colgate is a popular upset pick i don't have it i have arkansas going through the next round but colgate is one to look out for um again the 710 florida virginia tech is kind of a toss-up but i'm a gator guy i go to florida i'm not going to pick against my squad in a first round yeah. tournament game get out of here 
And then, yeah, so I'll just jump into my Sweet 16 here real quick. Uh, mostly Cake, you know, Baylor over Wisconsin, Purdue over Winthrop. But then the bottom half, I actually think Texas Tech, I know you said they lose to Utah State. I actually have them winning a couple games here. Oh, man. Um, they, they're a tournament program with Chris Beer. They've become, like, they know how to win tournament games. Last, last tournament, which was now two years ago, they made it to the final against Virginia. I think the year before that, they were like an Elite Eight or Sweet 16 team. I, I think this is a program that knows how to win tournament basketball games. Uh, I messed so I, up. What? I meant, to pick, I meant to pick Purdue over Villanova. Oh, well, that's an easy that's an easy swap. But, yeah, so I, I actually have Texas Tech going past Arkansas. And then the big upset, again, I'm going to rock. I'm, you know this is I'm going to let myself be a little bit of a homer. I know Florida, we haven't been the same without – Keontae, who's missed the whole season effectively, but they still got good players. Trey Mann, uh, Colin Castellon, uh, they're a tough team. I don't really believe that much in Ohio State, to be honest with you. Um, I have Florida over Ohio State. Yeah, I think that's a potential upset to watch. Florida, kind of like Texas Tech, the way they said about them, I think they're a good tournament team. They're a program that can win knockout basketball games. And then, yeah, it's just I'm going to rock Florida, but I, I don't have weird, them going to the Elite Eight, though. The only weird choice I have here is Utah State in the Elite Eight, which you did not like at all when I was picking it. I mean, it's weird, and I don't really see it, but it's the kind of thing that might be just weird enough to, pull, to work out for you. Because it's not like they have the best team. No, they don't. They don't have the toughest players, the most most athletic beasts like Illinois does. Um, it's just I I already had I I didn't have one of those weird picks that everyone picks every year in the bracket, so I just went with Utah State in the Elite Eight. Yeah. So who's do you have Baylor as the other Elite Eight team? Yeah. Yeah, I also have Baylor, but I have a Texas Tech instead of Utah State. So you pick the 11, I pick the 6. Um, but I actually have Baylor winning that game. Baylor, great. Uh, I think they've lost one game all year, and that was, I think, in the tournament. One or two games all year, I don't remember exactly, but they've, they've played pretty dominant. The first, like, three, four months of the season, they were probably the best team in the country. They're not as good now. They've tailored off a little bit, but they're still it's super deadly. Yeah. Great. Uh, great team there. So I, I think they get to the final four. And who'd you pick in the final four? Did you pick Baylor or Utah State? I so I had I wanted to pick Utah State just because it's a weird pick, but I went with Baylor just because it's the number one seed. So you can't really, yeah. Who, who's gonna pick the 11 seed over? Yeah, I mean, we all talk about the weird stuff that happens in March Madness. But the reality is, most of the time, it's going to be a one or a two seed in the final four. That's just how it happens most of the time. But who's in your who's in your final four? Let's go with yours first. Yeah. So to recap, my final four, uh, the one side here, we have Gonzaga, the one seed from the West region, versus Alabama, the two seed out of the East. Uh, I like both those teams. They've been Alabama is one of the surprise stories of the whole country. I really big high on them. And then the other final four, we have Baylor. Another team has been great all year and Illinois who I, after seeing the big 10 tournament, I'm super high on. Well, 
mine's kind of weird because it's not just one seeds or two seeds. I have number one Michigan over Kansas. Um, again, that blue blood. You're you're never gonna get rid of that blue blood. Obviously, there was some there was a down year this year. There was COVID. There were you know a lot of things hindering the process. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna make that as an excuse, but blue bloods are blue bloods. Like you're always gonna have Nick Saban and Alabama ruling the 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 rankings in at least the top five in football. So, I mean, it's just it just doesn't happen much where he's not there. So I have Kansas, Michigan, Michigan beating over Kansas. And then I got Oklahoma state beating Baylor. The bold call. I, I think Baylor is a championship caliber team. Yeah. I just like Oklahoma state, you know? Okay. I just pick the team that I like better. Yeah, that's fair. I respect that. So Coming into recording this right now, I have Baylor as my national champion over Gonzaga. But I don't think I like that anymore. I have Oklahoma State over Michigan. I, I want Oklahoma State to win it all. Like the, the, I mean, I just I just want it to be not a one seed. I respect that. I yeah, and then of course they have Cade Cunningham, who's probably almost certainly going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft. Uh, just a fun kind of Rip. dominant He's player who can like, just what rip. He's going to go to like freaking I don't know. He's going to go to Minnesota. They're going to have three number one picks in their starting five, and they're still going to be the worst team in the league. <laughs> I feel bad for that. <laughs> I really do. But back to my bracket here. You know what? Screw it. You say root for the team you like. I'm going to root for the team I like. I, I think Illinois are going to beat Baylor and then play Gonzaga and win the championship. I'm, I'm going to pick the fighting Illini. Why not? Uh, they, they just, they really wowed me against Ohio state yesterday. And I just like that basketball team a lot. I think they go to the, I think they're going to win the national championship. One thing that we thought was funny is Topher, you picked your score. Yeah. Yes. I picked uh I did this bracket a little bit before I picked, I picked uh he did this bracket, like, I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes before me. And we both picked the same score. So this is what the score was. 78 to 74. 74. Both we of both, us. Both of us thing. put the same thing, and we didn't even know. Great minds think alike, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm changing that. We're picking Baylor. That's, yeah, that's what we're doing now. No, not Baylor, Illinois. Yeah, I like Illinois. Um, I think anything else you want to add here about this particular bracket? No, I'm just saying. I'm. I'm. I just want to say, have fun with your bracket. Don't just. Don't be that one guy that just wants to win the the freaking hundred million dollars or whatever what it is. It? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. The odds are of you getting a perfect bracket are like almost zero. Effectively zero. Yeah. So have fun. If you fit, like, if you have like a gut feeling that, like, you saw me put Utah State in the Elite Eight. Yeah. If you, if you have a gut feeling that UNC Greensboro is going to make the Final Four, you should run with that. You should roll with that. Yeah. Because that's the that's the fun of March Madness. It's just the 
the random don't speculation. People, don't let people like us change what you want to pick. 100%. If you, if you think Oklahoma State's going to win the national championship, you pick them. Don't listen to me who sees that Liberty might beat them in the first round. Don't let that deter you. Hey, I believe in Cade Cunningham. Yeah, they, he's fun. I, I didn't really get the hype until that Baylor game in the Big 12 tourney. Oh, man, One, I, was, I, I was rooting for him since the beginning of the year. A, after that game, I, I get it. I get it now. That makes I sense. I was also rooting for Indiana, but. Oop. What's it like having your school not make the tournament? I can't relate. My school has only ever made the tournament since I've been here. It's funny because you go to the basketball school. And I go to the, the football school, if you will. Yeah, and the, your football school did crap. What you talking about? It was a 10-win season, wasn't it? Okay, be quiet, Topher. Didn't we make a New Year's Six Bowl game? <laughs> we also made it to the SEC Championship. And almost beat Alabama? And almost beat Alabama. And our quarterback was a Heisman finalist? Okay, come on, Topher. <laughs> Oh, the joys of being a Florida sports fan. We are literally good at everything. That's not true. Yeah, it kind of is. There are no sports that Florida is straight up bad at, except maybe women's basketball. Oh, yeah, the soccer team's kind of bad. But our women's lacrosse team, top 10. Gymnastics team, top 10. Men's basketball, made the tournament. Men's football, top 10. Men's baseball, top 10. Softball, top 10. Um... What other sports Leaf. exist? Leaf. We're a good golf program. Bro, bro, shout out. Florida, we're, we're beasts. Um, the call. I'll finish the episode. <laughs> yeah. On that note, I think you want to talk about a quick NBA thing before we get out of here, yeah? Keep talking. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, I'll, I'll give you a little introduction here. I'll, let, I'll build it up to hype for you. So we've talked about a couple of times, Philadelphia 76ers, one of the best teams in the NBA this season. Uh, their best player, Joel Embiid, uh, he was their first-round pick like six years ago, whatever, from Kansas, uh, having his best season as a pro yet. But, Neff, what happened? Uh, they think he hyperextended his knee. I think, they, I think they think he tore his ACL. As of today, there's not really any news here. Let me check. Let me check for you guys. Let's make sure that Joel Embiid is okay. Relieved with diagnosis. Okay. I mean. Well, so from what I read, it's no structural damage, but it is still an injury. And he's had problems with his knees before. It may be a strain, uh, not a strain, a sprain. It may be a twisted knee. It, it did. It was a potential season ending injury. But what they say is that it, it, it most likely is not. So that's good. Okay, let me spin it to you, though. So it's not doesn't look like season-ending injury, which is good. If he does miss extended time or if he's not at his sharpest for the rest of the season, can Philly still make it out of the East? No. Just straight up no? No. Joel Embiid is literally carrying the team. And yeah, Ben Simmons is okay, but I hate Ben Simmons. Like, you like Ben Simmons. No. Can you Ben Simmons? I, I hate Ben Simmons with a burning passion. It's 
He's, I hate him so much. I don't know why, but you're, if you are six, seven, you are not a point guard. You are a power forward. You stay in the paint. It's the modern NBA. No, I, I hate Ben Simmons. That's the, the, it, without Joel Embiid, yeah, I get it. J- ben Simmons is is a is a good player. Like I'll give him that. He's a, he's a good player. Maybe defensive player of the year. But Joel Embiid is the driving force on that team. Yeah, I agree that Joel Embiid makes this team tick. He's been playing at that MVP form, and they went from a playoff team to a legit contender, and that's not a coincidence. He he takes them above and beyond he he is their guy he is their linchpin at least we know they'd probably beat the celtics this year because the celtics are <laughs> oh boston all right quick note i just want to make this i saw a graphic of it and i think it's funny uh boston sports what's happened what happened to you guys in the last two years they've lost like all of their star players and all their teams are kind of bad rob we still got cam newton yeah but think about it. So the Red Sox, they like won a World Series, I think, and they lost their star outfield plus a bunch of other dudes. Mookie. Yeah, they lost Mookie. Jackie Bradley Jr. went to the Brewers. Andrew Benintendi f***ed off to the Royals, I think, question mark. Um, so that they're terrible. Uh, the Celtics, uh, they're bad for no real reason. Yeah, no, they have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kimball Walker. Like, I don't know why they're bad. Why are they – and uh, and Daniel Tice is not even that like. Bad. No, I don't think they have a roster excuse for being bad. I just think their players are underperforming. Yeah. And maybe okay. come playoffs they'll. Yeah, who knows? They even get a playoff spot? Are they are they high enough to get a playoff spot? They'll make it playoffs, but the bottom of the East is bad enough that they'll probably be fine. And also, the Patriots uh, suck. In a pretty yeah, not interesting way. Suck. We 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 don't want to talk about them. They just no, suck. They just suck. Fuck they them. they made a big free agent signing, but we're not going to talk about that because next week we're going to talk about all the free agent signings. We're going to save it all for that. Boom. See what I did there? I promo next week. I have. This is how mar- this is marketing one one, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything else you want to add before playmakers? Go Gators. Also, go Hoosiers. That's yeah, it. sounds good. Uh, roll Woods. Let's go. Roll Woods, baby. Let's go. No reaction? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Who's your playmaker or playmakers of the week for week eight now? I honestly forgot to choose them, so I'm going to go with Kate Cunningham because he's a stud. That's fair shake. I mean, hey, he le- we're, we're, ta- we're talking about March Madness, so I'm just going to go with Kate Cunningham. I respect that. I mean, he had a great game. He led his team to the conference final where they fell to Texas. Mm-hmm. I think that's a perfectly valid option. And Kate Cunningham, he's your playmaker. Week. Um, I also only have one because uh, I thought a lot of the different March Madness performances all kind of melted together. You know, it's like a lot of guys. I don't want to single one or two guys out. So I just kept it to college lacrosse because that's how I be. (laughs) And uh, the big game this weekend, number three, Maryland, number four, Rutgers. Rutgers 
played really good for three quarters, but they ended up getting the doors blown off by Maryland. And that mostly due to the play of graduate student attackman Jared Bernhardt. Jared Bernhardt, player of the game for me, playmaker of the week for me. He has six goals and an assist. He was great on the ride as well, forcing turnovers. Uh, the dude is probably the best, the most athletic attackman that I've seen this year, except maybe Mikey Sowers. But he honestly, I think Bernhardt might have a step on him. You love Mikey Sowers, don't you? I do love Mikey Sowers, bro. He's so fun. But honestly, Bernhardt is as athletic. Like he was going to play quarterback at like the best division two program in the country until their season got canceled. And it shows that he's a legit football athlete, not just a, like a lacrosse guy. Cause he's so much faster and stronger than just about everybody on the field. Chris Hogan out here struggling. Chris Hogan's going to suck. He's not going to make a roster. No offense, Chris Hogan. He's just not a professional lacrosse player. He's a professional football player though. At least he is. He just, he's not going to have the stick to match up. All right, so playmakers of the week, Cade Cunningham of Oklahoma State University and Jared Bernhardt of the University of Maryland. This was a good episode. A lot of March Madness talk this week. It was really fun. I had a lot of fun with this episode. I like this one. Uh, remember, we'll have a link to join. This one seemed very short. It did feel short, but I don't think it is, though. Yeah, no, because we started about an hour ago. Yeah, we just breezed through it. You know, I think it felt short because we it was good pacing to this one. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, also, thank the Lord. IU basketball coach got fired. Let's go. <laughs> uh, he was so bad. Oh, my God. All right, like, quick question. Should, should they give Brad Stevens a big old bag of cash to come be their basketball yes. coach? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. They – he – need he – yeah. <laughs> you can't be given – the IU head football coach, like IU football. No, no offense, no offense, no offense. We're not a football school. We're a basketball school. I mean, kudos to the football team for, you know. I'm not going to rep against my team ever because I use my team now. So, but, you know, with Brad Stevens. I will put IU as national championship. Bro, Brad Stevens is absolutely a good enough coach to take IU from disappointing to top three team in the Big Ten. Instantly. IU Barstool keeps posting the video of him bringing Taco Fall into the game. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so we'll keep talking about that stuff. Again, NFL free agency talk next week. Uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff happening with March Madness as well, but... That maybe not actually, because they'll still be the first round going on as we report. So we might save that. Drop your national championship. Drop your national champion in the uh, comments. Yeah, drop your national champion in the comments. Uh, Join our bracket pool. The winner will get something. TBD. Uh, But the Playmakers Podcast on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. That's in the Playmakers Podcast shirt. Signed by us too. There you go. There's a prize. Um, but yeah, so join that uh, and stay tuned for next week. Uh, enjoy March Madness, everybody. It's all-